And you absolutely are probably going to see some major health improvements short term when you go from a standard American highly processed food diet to a vegan diet. But I think for a lot of people, they realize after they're on the vegan diet for a little while, they start developing other health issues. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 13 of the Clean Kitchen Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Kevin. And we are here in a different studio than we normally are because I moved apartments. So for those watching on YouTube, you're going to notice it's a little bit different. Yeah. Got a new couch. But um, we got a very interesting and important topic to talk about Mm. today. Uh, We're going to talk about the vegan diet. And it's, it's gained a lot of popularity in recent years because of health reasons, people think it's it's healthier. Uh, people think it may be better for the environment, and people also may th- be may think that it is better ethically speaking for ethical reasons. Which I understand all of those things, but with the vegan diet, there there does come some very important vitamin and mineral deficiencies, and these deficiencies can prevent you from living an optimal life. And it turns out that about 84% of vegans and vegetarians eventually go back to eating meat. And primarily the reason is is for health reasons. They see their health declining or their health isn't as optimal as they want it to be, in which case they return to eating meat. So we're going to talk about three celebrities in particular that were vegan, but then they went back to eating meat. Yes. And what, what what were those three celebrities, Kevin? Yeah, so we're going to talk about Miley Cyrus, Mike Tyson, and Bear Grylls. Okay. So this is, the 84%, I think, is a shocking number. And what's driving it is health reasons. And all three celebrities we're about to talk about had that same experience. Yes. And we're even going to talk about, too, a little bit later on about saturated fat and cholesterol. That's mm-hmm. a very controversial topic. So we'll get into that as well and give our opinions. Yep. And before we jump in real quick, the, the purpose of this is not to attack vegans. Yes. Uh, we, we think that it's just important to be informed on the trade-offs of a plant-based diet. This is an intentional choice to be vegan and veganism. And that's good. Thinking about what you're putting in your body is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's d- jump right into it. Let's do it. All right. So Miley Cyrus is our first celebrity. So okay. she was vegan for a while and she says, quote, I was vegan for a very long time. I've had to introduce fish and omegas into my life because my brain wasn't functioning properly. That's kind of scary to think about yeah. your brain not working right. Yep. And the reason that she felt this way is because when you're on a vegan diet, you miss out on a lot of key omega-3 fatty acids. Mm-hmm. Something we've talked about a lot, a lot. on this podcast. Yes. So how, why does... Why is there a correlation between a plant-based diet, veganism, or and omega-3 fatty acids? O- Omega-3s are primarily found in animal foods. Um, a lot of uh, pa- pasture-raised eggs contain a lot of omega-3s, and seafood contain a lot of omega-3s. Mm-hmm. There's also some omega-3s in grass-fed beef and things like that. Um, but the main reason that vegans and I guess vegetarians can get more um, – Omega-3, and for people that don't know, vegetarians, they still consume dairy products and eggs, Mm. while vegans do not consume any animal-based products, I guess. Not even honey, right? Right, yeah. Because it technically comes from an animal. Yeah. So I think vegetarians are a little bit better when it comes to the omega-3, because hopefully they're consuming some eggs, which are a great source of omega-3s. But the omega-3 fats in plant foods versus animal foods are very different. So- the omega-3 fats found in plant foods are called ALA, or alpha-linoleic acid. And we'll get back to that in a second. But the omega-3 fats found in animal products are EPA 
and DHA, which is really the omega-3 fats that we want. Mm. Um, for example, you know, if you take fish oil, like a fish oil supplement, yeah. that's because it has omega-3s in it. And that's DHA and e- EPA. So mm. that's that's the that's the form of omega-3s that our bodies thrive on. Okay. So going back to ALA, which is the omega-3 fat found in plant foods, there's a very small percentage of this that gets converted to EPA and DHA in the body, which is why the omega-3 fats found in plant foods are not the best source. Mm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. It sounds like not all things are are equal. Like we talked about on many different topics, one carb in in one specific food does not equal one carb in another food. Exactly. Our body just absorbs it totally differently. Is is this the the bioavailability or is Uh, this separate from that? This is kind of separate because- Our body needs to take the ALA, the omega-3 from plant foods, and it needs to convert it into EPA and DHA. Okay. And it's that conversion where it's uh, 0 to 4% of ALA is converted to DHA, Mm. and then I think it's about 8% um, of ALA is converted to EPA. Oh, wow. So it's a very small percentage is actually converted to the omega-3 fats that we need to thrive. Yeah. So you almost need to consume double the amount of... ALA omega-3 in order to get the same benefit from consuming probably more than double at, at least double yeah, yeah. yeah best case least, scenario yeah yeah that's a, crazy a yeah. yeah yeah so that's another that's a reason why uh, a lot of people on the vegan diet they be, they'll be like oh I can just get my omega-3s from plant foods but it's it, it's an entirely different type of omega-3 mm. that's really really a key important yes. piece there yeah and omega-3s again why is it that they're important why do we need omega-3s yeah so these are essential An omega-3 is an essential fatty acid, meaning that our bodies don't make it. We need to get it from food. And omega-3 fatty acids are so important for so many different things, including um, cell membrane health, brain health, heart health, eye health. It decreases inflammation. It's anti-inflammatory. Joint health, mood and behavior, energy levels, Mm -hmm. like um, Miley experienced, I guess, with her her brain fog. So, so, so many important um, reasons to consume omega-3 from animal foods yeah yeah it it's important because we need it and the best way that we can get it is from animal foods yes okay and our, yeah our body just yeah and, and I, I guess yeah. that's that is kind of getting back to the bioavailability i, yeah. I, I said it wasn't but it, i guess it kind of is because yeah. our bodies just know what to do with it more from these animal foods as well yeah it's like a different form of yeah. bioavailability yeah yeah conversion yeah. availability yeah <laughs> When I first started to develop digestive symptoms over four years ago, I quickly realized that there was a lot of information about gut health, probiotics, and the gut microbiome online, but it was all very overwhelming and difficult to understand. But as I continued to research, I came across Seed, a brand who is truly committed to scientific integrity and transparency. Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is a broad-spectrum 2-in-1 probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains for whole-body benefits including gut, skin, and heart health. And when I started taking Seed over two years ago, almost immediately I noticed a positive impact on my gut health, relief from occasional digestive discomfort, healthier skin, and it even helps me with going to the bathroom every single day. Yes, that is very, very important. But then I wondered, why did I not notice any improvements with previous probiotics that I had taken? And I learned that most probiotics are not designed to survive your digestive tract, but Seed 
is different. Seeds 2-in-1 DSO-1 is engineered to survive digestion, and the patented capsule and capsule via cap technology optimizes viability and delivers a precision release to the colon. The outer capsule also serves as a barrier to oxygen, moisture, and heat, which means no refrigeration is necessary. So if you're ready to get the real deal in a probiotic, visit seed.com slash CKP and use code CLEANKITCHENPOD to redeem 30% off your first month's order of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash CKP and use code CLEANKITCHENPOD. The link is also in the description of this episode. Okay, so that, that's one piece that you miss out on being a vegan is a lack of omega-3 and even the ones you're getting aren't as good. But there's also a lack of of vitamin B12 Mm -hmm. when it comes to a plant-based diet. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Well, this is is actually very dangerous um, for a woman who is either – I mean, it's it's dangerous for – everyone because the vegan diet is is very low in vitamin b12 mm. uh, but specifically for women who are either pregnant or breastfeeding to be on a vegan or even vegetarian diet and this can hinder uh, neurological developments of the baby mm. so it's very dangerous for you but also for your child yeah and um, children that grow up veg and this is children that grow up vegetarian or vegan can also suffer impaired growth uh, mm. Because of this vitamin B12 deficiency, also uh, an omega-3 fatty acid deficiency can stunt growth. Yeah, very important to know there. Scary. And where do people normally get vitamin B12 from? Uh, meat. Meat is yeah. the, the main yeah. source. I mean, chicken, chicken, meat, and fish, I'd say, are the main sources of vitamin B12. Okay. Yeah. And outside of women who are pregnant or breastfeeding, it's still important for the average person to be consuming some form of vitamin B12. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, it's a very important um, vitamin. Okay. So, so while we're talking about vitamin D- B12, are there other areas that people might be deficient in that are on a plant-based diet? Yeah. A few of the main uh, vitamins and minerals are, well, I guess, yeah, vitamins and minerals are calcium, iron, zinc, and vitamin D. Mm. And you need, uh, no, you need vitamin D to absorb calcium. So that's why a lot of vegans are deficient in this. And, and where do you primarily get vitamin D from? Uh, the main the main source would be the sun. The sun, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's really not a lot of food sources that contain uh, vitamin D. Like pasture-raised eggs would contain okay. vitamin D. Um, I actually supplement with vitamin D. Mm. So I think, yeah. That, that could be another good source. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So that's that's Miley. We talked about why she experienced some brain fogginess as as a vegan, and she's since come off that train. Um, and she's she's in the majority. She's in the eighty four percent. Yeah, and come in and, and consumed more of those omega threes. And, and, and she feels and she feels much she better. Feels now. much better. And you said she was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Podcast. She that's was where she that's, talked about yeah. this. Yeah. So if you want more information, that's yeah. where she she talks about her her vegan journey. Interesting. All right. The next one we're moving on to is. Yeah. One of the most famous boxers of all time, yeah, Mike Tyson. I did not know he was vegan. I had no idea. At, at some point. I was shocked with how many celebrities were vegan. Yeah. It was very common. Yeah. I guess because they, I, I mean, a lot of like mainstream media and health advocates say that this is like, this is the diet to be on. This is, yeah. the, this is the healthiest diet. So I think people that are performing at a very high level, like, athletically speaking or even even Miley like I mean she's she's performing she yeah. needs to be in good shape she needs to be feeling healthy so they're 
I feel like they're willing to try anything that it takes to, you know, feel their best and perform their best. So I guess that's why a lot of athletes and celebrities have tried this diet. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. Yeah. They're all looking for a little edge. Yeah. And this is an, a new way to, to try that out. Yeah. It turns out it's not, might not, it might be. not be it. Yeah. And also, I we, we can talk about this later on, yeah. but I've also experimented with a vegan vegetarian diet a few years ago, which didn't work out for me very well. No, I want to pick your brain on that a okay. little bit. Yeah. So Mike Tyson, also on the Joe Rogan podcast, went on and said, I stopped because of the training. So he was getting back in shape. Yeah. And because of what I wanted my body to look like and the strength that I wanted to possess. So there is, so I guess the, the takeaway there is, is probably a lack of, of protein. Mm-hmm. Protein and muscle are, are mm-hmm. key. They go together. And plant-based protein is not the same as animal-based protein. Similar to what we, we talked about with just omega-3s there. There's a, a, a key difference. Not all proteins are the same. Um, so why, in the first place, do our bodies even need protein? So first off, animal protein contains all nine essential amino acids. And for the most part, plant-based protein does not. And if it does, there, there are certain foods that contain all nine essential amino acids that are plant-based, like, like quinoa and chia seeds. But mm-hmm. for the most part, these contain much less of the amino acids. Mm-hmm. And again, we need these amino acids to thrive, all, all nine of them, in adequate amounts. And um, so Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, who mm-hmm. I've been following for a very long time on Instagram and YouTube, and I listen to her podcasts and various things. She is an expert in um, protein and muscle and how important protein is for longevity and how important muscle is for longevity. And that as we age, we need to have muscle to be healthy and to prevent various diseases. So protein is extremely important. Yeah. Yeah. Having that built up muscle in our bodies helps our body fight Mm -hmm. a lot of diseases and other things that might come our way. So it's it's a, a defense mechanism almost too. Yeah, yeah. And the main way we get that muscle is, is from protein. Yes, yes, That's yes. The best source. And the best source of protein is animal Animal-based. foods. Okay. Yes. And so- Yeah, and all this to say like, you can be healthy. I'm not saying you can't be healthy on a vegan diet. I think yeah. you can, but it's just so much more difficult. Mm. And you really have to pay attention to every little thing you put in your body. As opposed to if you just ate animal foods, like you just kind of go with how you feel and you yeah. don't have to pay as close attention to it. Still, you know, still pay attention to it if you're striving for certain things or to lose weight or to gain muscle or whatever it may be. But um, I don't want to say like it's impossible. It is yeah. possible, mm. but it might not be optimal. Right. That's a good way to say it. And the other thing with eating a plant-based diet is that you're cutting out all of the processed foods. Yes. So that's a big benefit to really focusing on your diet. And even if you're consuming plant-based protein, you're, you're cutting out a lot of the junk and that can be very beneficial. Yeah, and I think that's one of the main arguments that a lot of, so, I mean, I've watched some a few debates online where it's, you know, vegans versus carnivores or mm-hmm. vegans versus animal-based or things like that. And the argument for the animal-based side or the carnivore uh, side arguing against the vegans is that Exactly what you just said. These vegans are cutting out all of the processed food. Mm-hmm. And that may be the reason that they think the vegan diet is helping them. And you you absolutely are probably going to see some major health improvements short term when you go from a standard American highly processed food diet from mm. to a vegan diet. Yeah. Um, but I think 
for a lot of people, they realize after they're on the vegan diet for a little while, they start developing other health issues. Yeah. So is there any situation where you could see going to a vegan diet for a short short term period being beneficial for someone? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. As like a reset? Yeah. And kind of like a like a detoxification. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd say yeah, very very short term. And like less than thirty days. I I, I don't I don't I don't have the answer to no. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. I'd say yeah, probably less. Less than 30 days. Yeah. Part of this too is, is almost just experimenting a little bit yeah. with your body and seeing what works best for you. See how you feel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. It's a great point. Yeah. So when we aren't consuming enough protein, what happens to our bodies? What, what's really going on in the inside when we're missing out on that key protein? I mean, first of all, we're going to lose muscle mass. Mm. And that's something I experienced firsthand when I went on a vegan vegetarian type diet. Yeah. Tell me more about that. So what, what was the, the context? There? Yeah. So this was back in 2019, 2020 timeframe. I was diagnosed with Crohn's in 2018 mm-hmm. and immediately switched my diet and was just eating way more whole foods, immediately felt better. But then as I was doing more research, I came across the vegan diet mm-hmm. and it was Oh, this is the this is the new best thing. You're gonna feel so great. It's so healthy. You just eat basically all plant foods. Yeah. So basically anything that's not processed food or animal based. Uh huh. So this can include you know beans, nuts, seeds, legumes, everything, rice, whatever, fruits, vegetables, obviously. Um, and I was still suffering from some digestive issues at the time and, and back pain. So I thought, okay, let me, let me try this. So I do it. And I think I maybe only lasted a month or two Mm -hmm. because I felt so bad. Worse than you did before? Worse than I did before. Wow. I had no energy or I had very little energy throughout the day. I would get halfway through the day and feel absolutely tired. I felt like I always needed a nap. Uh I uh, was not sleeping very well. I lost muscle, like I mm-hmm. like I was just saying. I was the thinnest I had ever been. My digestion was got had gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, what else am I missing? The, the, I'd say those are the main things. Yeah. So the, what I was mainly eating was like for break for breakfast slash lunch. I would make myself a big smoothie mm-hmm. with all this fruit, and I'd put all these different powders into it, and. Looking back on it, I was like, why the heck did I do that? Because I noticed it in in real time. I was like, I was having these smoothies for lunch and I would just feel so bloated after. Mm. My my digestion was not good. And immediately after I ate, I would get so tired. Hmm. And I was also still hungry after I yeah. ate that. So like, I don't know. There were just so many red flags that I I saw immediately, but I was like, this is what people are saying to do. So mm-hmm. I feel like I should do it. It was not, no. it was not the right thing to do. The complete opposite of what food should do exactly. for you. And another thing is I was, I've always kind of gone to the gym and I was still at the time I was going to the gym and I noticed one of the first times that I went to the gym uh, after um, starting this vegan diet, my like, my joints were so weak. Mm-hmm. Like I was lifting normal weight uh-huh. and I remember getting back from the gym one time and my wrist was killing me. And then I woke up the next day and like, I couldn't even move it. And I had to wear a brace for oh a few weeks. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. And there was another thing too. I, I had injured my ankle as well playing basketball. And 
badly um, twisted my ankle uh-huh. and it was like all black and blue and it took forever to mm-hmm. heal, like over a year to heal. Oh my gosh. Um, and I think part of that was because of the diet I was on. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you, you experimented, you tried it out and now you know for sure. <laughs> that is not the do- diet It does me. not work for you. It's not work for me. No. No, I will never go back to that. No. No. But in the moment, it seemed like a, a valid option. Yeah. I mean, there was all these health influencers on yeah. YouTube and these doctors saying that, you know, yeah, plant-based is really, really good for you. Yeah. Um, not for me. Not for you. Yeah. No. You tried it. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. And uh, for a lot of reasons that we've talked about today. Now yeah. now we know why. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I, I bet I had so many deficiencies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The, yeah. the being sore after working out, I've heard a lot of people on the carnivore diet say that you don't get sore right. after you work out because of all that protein and muscle that you're, you're building up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. No, obviously, the, the opposite holds true. Yeah. And speaking of that, there's a worry with some in the plant-based community that, that consuming an excess amount of red meat protein from animals has a high linkage to, or a linkage to a high cholesterol, which can, can be bad. High LDL cholesterol. High LDL yeah, that's cholesterol. the main, that's the bad cholesterol right. that a lot of people say. Yeah. If you want to have your healthiest year yet and become the most vibrant version of yourself, I recommend you start by cleaning up your skincare products. Swapping for natural options is a must if you want to feel good and glow from the inside out. And Primally Pure has harnessed the power of natural ingredients in their complete line of non-toxic beauty products. From skin body, baby, hair, and home. And you cannot forget about their cult following natural deodorant, which is the deodorant that I use every single day. Primally Pure products are handcrafted with real, raw ingredients to optimize your results and your overall health. And if you don't believe me, check out the testimonials on their Instagram feed and website because that is proof that pure ingredients really do create positive change in your skin. You will not believe the before and after photos and the transformation stories from their community all over the world. And if you're on the fence about making the swap to non-toxic products, especially natural deodorant, check out their five-star reviews at primallypure.com from customers just like you. And once you're convinced, use code CLEANKITCHEN for 15% off your Primally Pure purchase. That's www.primallypure.com slash cleankitchen. Again, use code CLEANKITCHEN at checkout for 15% off your order. Now back to the show. tell, Tell me more about that. Yeah, so first of all, in the 1960s, fat was falsely blamed for causing um, heart disease, mm-hmm. when in fact it was sugar. That was actually the culprit. So there were um, Harvard scientists that, that did this experiment. I think we've actually talked about this in a previous podcast, mm-hmm. that they were, they were paid off. So they were looking at um, sugar and fat, I believe, and they were, they were paid off by the sugar industry mm-hmm. to blame fat as the main reason for uh, cardiovascular disease. Mm-hmm as opposed to the real culprit, which was sugar. Mm -hmm. And our dietary guidelines were based off of this one study for so long until decades later, we found out that these Harvard scientists were paid off by the sugar industry and that we were basically basing our dietary guidelines off of misinformation. Yeah, this is a wild, this is one of those mind-blowing things (laughs) where it's like everything you've ever been taught, everything you know, was based on a completely false study. Yes, So 
fat is not the culprit here. Yeah. Fat is fat is a very good thing, and mm-hmm. it, it and it is not uh, a cause of heart disease. Yeah, for years, protein from animals has been blamed and linked to high LDL cholesterol, mm-hmm. and it's just factually not true. Well, it does it does increase your LDL cholesterol, does, but I guess saturated that, fat. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. That's the key takeaway. Yes. Okay, the, the key takeaway is high LDL is not a bad thing, and you can and you you know. Cardiologists and other doctors will argue with you that you you want to get your LDL low, mm-hmm. but when you look at the studies, there there's no correlation between high LDL and increased risk of cardiovascular disease. In fact, people that have high saturated fat intake, mm-hmm. which is going to increase your LDL cholesterol, they're actually at a lower risk for stroke. Oh my! God. It's the complete so, opposite. Yes, there's basically there's basically an inverse relationship. Yeah, as opposed to what we've thought all these years. High, sa- high saturated fat intake, high LDL, higher risk for cardiovascular disease. It's actually the opposite. Wow. It's high, high, saturated, high saturated fat intake. Yes, it, it will probably increase your LDL cholesterol, but that will actually protect you against cardiovascular disease. So then because of people that follow a plant-based diet, they're missing out on all of, of this. Uh, or they have to work harder to get there. Yeah, I don't, I guess I don't, know if there's i guess there's probably not saturated fat in any plant i wouldn't foods. think so. i know like coconut oil has saturated fat but it's mostly it's mostly the animal protein coconut oil and then like beef tallow and ghee and stuff like that and mm-hmm. butter that has saturated fat so yeah these ve- the the vegans and vegetarians are not going to be consuming a lot of saturated fat. okay so yeah. they could be could be at higher risk yes um interesting <laughs> all right so that was that was mike tyson anything else on kind of a the protein impact of a plant-based diet. No, there was just the only other point that I wanted to bring up is um, there was someone by the name of Ansel Keys. Have you ever heard of him before? So he was also another major reason. Again, this was in the 1960s, similar uh, similar timeframe as the Harvard study um, with the Harvard scientists. Um, He he, um, was also a very important figure in this because he linked saturated fats to heart disease through a study that he had done, which was called the Seven Countries Study. Okay. Um, and people, many people criticize this work now because of, he, he, he just used very selective data and a lot of it was observational and it didn't necessarily prove causation. So, but all, all that to say, his, his findings were um, part of dietary guidelines for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of now getting disproven that, you know, saturated fat really isn't the devil. Like yeah. we've made it out to be. It's really the refined carbs and sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's two takeaways from this part of the conversation. One is that a lot of the guidelines that we have based off this study in the sixties, that's not that long ago. That's only 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know a ton about a lot. It mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah. And two, these studies in general can be skewed. Yes. We just saw two studies. We just talked about two that, that were skewed. One, one was paid off and, and one used selective data. And what you did was you tried something out and you realized it didn't work for you. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the takeaway here yes. is that if you're not feeling great and you've been on a vegan or plant-based diet, then try something different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and that just quick note there, that kind of made me think too, like people can make People can make the outcome of a study whatever they want. They yeah. can manipulate mm-hmm. anything and they can sh- show anything causes this yeah. or whatever. So 
it's very important to look at who's funding the study and just what what type of study is being done. Yep. The next celebrity we're going to move on to is one that is is pretty well associated with food and kind of this, I guess, a unique lifestyle. And mm-hmm. that's Bear Grylls. Yeah. So he's a, a Discovery Channel kind of guy and always out in the woods, always doing stuff, very active. Yeah. Very much in good shape. Another guy that's almost a, a performer with the other two um, in a different yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he said, and he was on a, a BBC television show. And he was being interviewed and he said, I was vegan for a long time. I wrote a book on how I thought it was great, mm-hmm. but my health really tanked and I couldn't do 25 pull-ups. This is someone that is in really good shape yeah. that you'd expect to be able to do some pull-ups. I was going to say 25 pull-ups. That's a lot. That is a lot. In a, in a row. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> Could I you do 25? Do... No, not 25. No, no. Um, Maybe 15. Yeah. You? 25, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I can get there. 15. Yeah. Um, so he, he talked about how he was vegan for a really long time and even wrote a, a whole book on it that I think a lot of people still reference. Yeah. And he's completely changed his view and now pretty much only consumes steak, liver, honey, and eggs. He said that that's almost it. That's he has that every it. night. Wow. Yeah. So that's based, that's, I guess, animal based technically. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess you could even argue carnivore, but yeah. Yeah. And one of the side effects that he had while on a vegan diet is actually, he said he had quite a few kidney stones, mm. which I thought was interesting. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> Friends. <laughs> and um, I, I did a little more digging on this and, and found that vegans are actually a lot more sus- susceptible to kidney stones. Yes. And so why is that? Well, you have to look at plant foods in general. Okay. And a lot of plant foods contain defense chemicals and... I mean, think about it. You, you, you're out, you're out in the woods. You're looking for something to eat. Um, animals defend themselves by, you know, attacking you, or they have claws, or they yeah. have razor sharp teeth, or whatever. That's how they defend themselves. Mm-hmm. How do plants defend themselves? They put these defense chemicals in them. Um, so, a perfect example of that is oxalates, mm-hmm. which high oxalate intake has been shown to cause kidney stones mm-hmm. and. Well, uh, some of the foods that are highest in kidney stones, highest in kidney stones, highest in oxalates are s- these superfoods that we've been told are amazing for our health, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I don't I'm trying to figure out who started this whole thing that spinach and kale are uh-huh. superfoods and that they're so healthy for us. Yeah. Because when you look at it, they're not that they're actually not that healthy. I have a feeling it was a spinach or kale company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's there's there's a bunch of other foods like beets and uh, so many other foods that contain high oxalates, but uh, kale and spinach are some of the main ones. Mm-hmm. And those are the some of the foods that are overconsumed by people because they think it's healthy. And that's something that I did too. When yeah. I would when I would make these smoothies, yeah. I would you know I'd throw fruit in there, and then I'd throw in like two or three big handfuls of spinach and mm-hmm. kale, and thinking I was so healthy. When yeah, reality, I was just not doing anything good for my body. Do you consume anything? Like that? Do you have any spinach, any kale? No. Do you have any vegetables? I eat less and less vegetables as as the as my life goes on. I eat yeah. less and less vegetables. And how do you feel? Better and better. Yeah. My 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 health is only improving as I cut out more vegetables. This and I don't so want to. I, I know. I don't want to say like don't eat vegetables because yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. experiment. I'm experimenting. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm experimenting. Maybe experiment. Increase or decrease your the amount of vegetables you consume. See how you feel. Yeah. I feel better. I'm going to do that. Okay. Next 30 days. 30 days? No vegetables. I just want to okay. try it out. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best thing anyone can do is experiment yeah. for yourself. Yep. 
test it so out. So you're going to do it next yeah. 30 days. So I'll keep everyone posted okay. on how I feel. Okay. I had carrots last night. <laughs> last last vegetable for the next 30 days. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to go? Meat and meat and fruit or I'll go meat. Yeah, yeah. I meat. still like fruit. Yeah. And Yeah, like in a carnivore diet, can you have like butter and, and ghee? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll still have that, but I won't go full carnivore. I'm yeah. going to cut out you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to cut out vegetables and keep it simple. Yeah, just cut out vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. You don't yeah. want to do too much at once. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I don't eat a lot of vegetables yeah. at all. And you feel better. I feel better. Yeah. Everyone's different too. More energy. Going back to all the things that I, the, the negative things that I experienced on a vegan diet, I have more energy. I don't get tired th- throughout the day. I am the strongest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I am sleeping great. My digestion is the best it's ever been. I don't get bloated at all. Like mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, yeah. what else? I mean, what else can you ask for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. everyone wants that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't, yeah. I don't want to get too, we can no. go, we can go more in depth about what I eat, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get too off track here. Yeah. So then, then maybe just wrapping this, this up. So we've talked a lot about the trade-offs of having a plant-based diet. Any, any final thoughts? Yes. So as I said earlier, I don't want to, and now it sounds like we're just demonizing the vegan diet and saying that all these foods are bad for you, but I don't want to say that it's impossible to be healthy on a vegan diet. It's absolutely possible. Like I said, you just have to pay much closer attention to it um, because it's much easier to develop these deficiencies in vitamins and minerals and amino acids that you really can't get from plant foods. Um, so... Also, just another note here, as I think, and this is a way I've been thinking more and more recently, is what did we consume evolutionarily speaking? What have we historically consumed? And we've been consuming meat for 2.5 million years. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to tell me that a study done in 1960 saying that fat is bad is going to basically disprove the fact that we've eaten meat for millions of years... Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. So I'm going to look at history as opposed to a study every day. Yep. Yep. And how you feel too. And how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your own feelings and how your body reacts to the food you consume also plays a huge role in this. And also just another note, uh, a plant-based diet that's consists of whole foods, Mm -hmm. like fruits, vegetables, mainly fruits and vegetables, I'd Mm. say is much better than a plant-based diet that these big food corporations are pushing mm. with the fake meat, the fake eggs, um, the fake butter, all these plant-based products. I can't tell you how bad these plant-based products are that you see in grocery stores are, yeah. like the packaged ones. Yeah, yeah. So like the, the fake burgers. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're all just terrible. Yeah. And uh, one of the main reasons that people – or I don't, I don't want to say one of the main reasons, but a reason that people go gravitate towards a vegan diet is because they want to stop animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want, they don't want animals to die because of them. Yeah. But then they're going out and eating these fake plant-based burgers, these fake plant-based, whatever, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And most of these consist of wheat, corn, soy, major, uh, these are the, the, most widely produced crops in the US. And I hate to tell you, but to grow these crops, Mm -hmm. you are killing so many animals, squirrels, rabbits, mice, snakes, birds, bees, everything to grow Mm -hmm. your soy burger. 
than killing one cow and providing thousands of pounds of meat for people. Yeah. Yep. And if if you're buying grass-fed regeneratively meat, raised exactly. especially, yes. which is which is the only meat that I buy. Yep. It's having a positive impact on the environment. Exactly. Yeah. A positive impact on the environment. It's ethically much better. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah. That's just another note. Yeah. That, I think that's an important point cuz that is it is a reason that mm-hmm. a lot of people consider veganism Mm -hmm. Uh yeah i think it's really the three main reasons health reasons Mm -hmm. and it's funny we 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 both listened to a podcast recently Mm -hmm. um with uh dr wait yeah dr yeah paul (laughs) paul saladino yeah dr paul saladino and dr anthony chafee chaffee i don't know how you say it Mm -hmm. they did a podcast together if you're familiar with those two and it was funny and i just have to mention this they said the first step towards an animal-based or a carnivore diet is a vegan diet because mm-hmm. people are trying to get healthier. Yeah. Which in my case is 100% true. Yeah. That was, the vegan diet was the first step to me, first step for me to now basically kind of be on an animal-based diet where I'm feeling my best. Um, but yeah, the three main reasons that people go vegan is health reasons, environmental reasons, and ethical reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think there can be arguments for all those um, on the opposing side. Yep. If you really look at the facts. Yeah. If you look yep. at the facts yeah. yep. and not just look at what mainstream media is saying. Yeah. Yep. Always important to consider every piece of the puzzle. And, yes. and hopefully that's what we did today with this is just give you both sides of it and really understand what you might be missing out yes. on a plant-based diet. All right. We're going to play a little game now moving yeah. on from plant-based diet. Okay. Pantry staples are a popular topic in food. We're going to have a little fun with it though. We're going to do a draft. Okay. So we each have four picks but we can't pick each other's picks. Okay. And so we're going to go okay. back and forth. Back and forth. Okay. Yep. So. Four. Four. Mount Rushmore style. Okay. Four okay. presidents on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. So these are like the four pantry staples that yeah. I can't live without. Top. Yeah. Your top four. Okay. Yeah. Gotta have them. Okay. Um, so hopefully this will also help people <laughs> inform uh, what, what you're looking for. Yeah. To always have on hand. So why don't you go ahead and kick it I'll off. I'll go first? Yeah. Okay. So is, is this an order of like best it's there's some strategy to it okay because you might play a little offense or defense depending on what you think i'm gonna take (laughs) okay (laughs) all right number one pantry staple for me Mm -hmm. that i really can't live without that i use multiple times a day every single day you know where i'm going with this i think you're gonna take mine ghee oh no (laughs) (laughs) grass-fed ghee baby oh man that was my one one uh so I'm in trouble here. Sorry. Dang. <laughs> um, okay, I got to I gotta re- reset a little bit. <laughs> my strategy's ruined. <laughs> I'm going to take with my first overall pick, and we're going snake style, so I get back to back. Are we actually? Oh, yeah, that's how, that's how it works. What? Yeah. I'm going to go with something we've talked about just recently is salt. Oh, I'm going to okay. take salt as a pantry staple. Specific type of salt? I'm, I'm going to take Himalayan Pink, pink Himalayan pink, salt. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's going to be mine. So that's you can't have salt. Okay. That's a good one. I actually didn't even think about that <laughs> oh, one. Oh, no. No. But that's a great one. Yeah. Um, and we just talked about that recently. Yeah. The importance of salt. The last episode. Yeah. Definitely go listen to that if you if you don't know what type of salt to buy yeah. versus avoid. And the whole the whole high blood pressure thing, we kind of debunked that as yep. well. So um, as soon as you're done listening here, go listen to that one. Yep. Okay, with my second pick. I thought you, I thought you said back and forth. You no, said we were going back and forth. forth. We can go back and forth. You go next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> trying to take like, a pick away from me. <laughs> All right, number two, I'll go with one that you, I know you probably won't choose. Okay. And this is definitely also something, something recently, I say within the past couple months that I've started to consume every single day, which is raw honey. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. I, I thought about it. I, I don't have it a lot. Yeah. Um, I, know, I, I know you don't. I'm interested. Yeah. You should start, test, yeah. start testing it out. Yeah. Throw it on that beef, like I said. Okay. So, topping. Yeah. So you've got ghee and raw honey. How are yeah. you feeling? I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel really good about those two picks. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with my next pick. I'm going to go with beef broth. I feel like- Bone broth? Bone broth. Or beef, or- Beef broth? I mean, beef broth, it's, a, yeah. Bone broth? Bone broth is, is with the bones. Yeah. Beef broth is, is not. Okay. They're both, they're both good. Bone broth mm-hmm. is a little bit more nutritious. I'm going to go bone broth. Then. Okay. I feel like- Kettle on fire? Kettle on fire. Shout nice. out. Nice. The, you can just do a lot with it and it adds a ton of flavor to yes. a meal. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It adds so much flavor. Yeah. All right. So and you can drink that. You can sip that on its own too. Yeah, you can. Just drink it by itself. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do that every now oh, and yeah. then. Especially if I'm sick. Really uh-huh. good for, yeah, boosting your immune system. It's okay. got a lot of vitamins and minerals. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving my picks. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good picks. I got some Salt flavor. and bone broth. Yeah. We're definitely towards the animal-based uh, crowd here. Yeah. With these picks. All right. All right. Pick Your number pick three. Uh, pick number three, something I always have on hand, pantry staple. Yeah. Bone broth was a good one. Yeah. Um. I'm going to say, I'm, I'll go lemons since mm. I always have lemons on hand and yep. I always have lemon water in the morning. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go lemons. That's true. You yeah. you do. You're a big lemon guy. Yeah. Big lemon guy. Yeah. I like lemons. Yep. Are we counting snacks with a snack account? If you always have it, I'd say like if you always have it on hand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I always have beef sticks. On oh, hand. I was yeah. going to choose that. <laughs> you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Chomps. Okay. I like chomps. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm more of a Paleo Valley guy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, always have some beef sticks. Okay. Great snack. Great to go snack. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. I like that. All right. So that's three and three. Yep. Fourth and final pick. I'll stick with the produce category here and I'll go bananas. Uh, I always have bananas on hand. Yeah. I, I, I normally consume uh, two to three bananas a day. Yeah. That many? <laughs> yeah. At what, what point in the day do you have them? Uh, normally like, so I'll, I'll eat lunch. I'll have my, my beef and with like zucchini or something like that. And then I'll eat a banana or two. Interesting. Depending on how hungry I am. Yeah. Yeah. I always listen to my body. Yeah. To see what I need. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll round it out then. Okay. Can't believe I'm getting this in round four. This is round one value. Oh. <laughs> Olive oil. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always cook with olive oil. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I love that in the round round four value yeah. pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Another one that I wanted to choose. What, what, honorable that, mentions. That I was gonna cho- gonna choose. Yeah. Honorable mention was butter. Um, yeah, that's a good one too. Um I don't know. There's not I feel like there's not a whole other no? there's not a whole lot of other items that I always have on hand. No, that's what you, you always Those are get the main in. ones. Yeah. yeah. So you went recap quick. Ghee, raw honey. Lemons, bananas. How do you feel about that? I feel good. That's a good, that's a good draft. I feel good about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I consume all those on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. Now I went salt. And, and you had salt. Bone broth. Olive oil in round four. And then round three, I took the chomps. Uh, beef sticks. Beef sticks. Yeah, yeah. Those are, that's good. Yeah. Good. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. That was all fun. Right. That was great. We yeah. should do that every time. I like that. All right. That's going to be it for episode 13 of the Clean Kitchen Podcast, everybody. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget that Clean Kitchen Agreement. Subscribe, rate, review. You know what to do. We will see you next week in episode 14. See ya.